Good evening, Island Church. It's Monday evening, the 27th of April, and I'm here again to bring you some encouragement from the Word of God on the wisdom of God to get through what we're going through, not to enter into a hopelessness, depressed state. No matter what has happened, no matter what situation you find yourself in, you do not have to be hopeless. You do not have to be depressed. The wisdom of the Word of God and its power can deliver you out of that and deliver you into the blessings of God. We began last week, I think it was Friday night, at Proverbs chapter 4. Uh, I think I read it in the Amplified. Let me read it again. I thought it was so good in the Amplified. Verse 20, My son or daughter, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Uh, let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are alive to those that find them, healing and health to all their flesh. Now, in the, in the King James, let me read this in the Amplified. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. Uh, King James says, uh, keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Now, Many of you that come to the church, we've taught series on the heart, all the things about it being the place in which we communicate all the good things that happen when a heart uh, is for God is manifested in your life and you're doing everything you can do to develop that. So out of your spirit, man, your life is controlled not just from your flesh or from your soul, but from the very heart of who you are in Christ. That is what controls your life. So a lot of what is going on are heart issues, things that are, that, are, that are attacking the heart of men and women. Men and women having to make decisions. Almost every day there's a new, uh, uh, new criteria for how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to operate. Uh, you know, it is. It's, a, it's an amazing thing to navigate this. It's an, it's an amazing thing to, to go through it day by day, week by week, and it looks like it's going to be month by month. So we're just going to have to lean on the wisdom of God. We're going to have to, it says over in chapter 3, trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Lean not unto our own understanding and all our ways acknowledge him because he will direct our path. So we're going to have to do what it takes to maintain what Proverbs says is a merry heart, uh, to walk in the joy of the Lord, to walk in love. We're going to talk about that uh, uh, in a couple of uh, in a couple of more of these encouraging uh, broadcasts that we're doing because one of the number one things you begin to violate is your love walk. People are extremely irritable. Uh, I was uh, uh, somewhere the other day and I was standing in one of those lines that, you know, that's marked off where you got to stand six foot and somebody got a little uh, uh, closer than their six foot and the people behind them just jumped all over them. You'd have thought they were trying to rob them or something. Listen, people are on edge. People are irritable. There's a lot of anger being manifested, a lot of stress going on. But listen, the church does not have to live but like that. God gave us the provision of the peace of God that passes all understanding. But it's like anything else, you have to apply it. This situation is being applied to you without your consent. Now, anything that happens to you without your consent creates an issue in your heart. You've got to understand that. Listen, without my consent, people can't come and congregate. I didn't give my consent to that. But I had to submit to it because it was the, the, however they do it, it was the law of the land. Uh, there are other things I've had to consent to. And any time that your consent is violated like that, listen, that causes stress. 
And if you're not careful, that hopelessness can get in you and cause you literally to end up in a depressed state. So what, we're, what are we going to do? We're going to attend to the word. We're going to incline our ears to its saying. We're going to keep it in the midst of our eyes. We're going to read the word of God. That's where you ought to be at least reading your chapter every day. Read that chapter every day. Get into the book of Proverbs. Read the day that is associated with the chapter that's in the book. You say, what do you mean? Well, if today was the 5th, we'd read chapter 5. Today's the 27th, we'd read chapter 27. Do that day after day. Do that month after month. I've done that for, for many years in order to glean the wisdom of God that is in this book. Then it says we're going to have to guard our heart with all diligence. What is the greatest guard of your heart? It is the Word of God. You know, I, I pulled a couple of scriptures out of uh, uh, Proverbs because you can always locate people where their heart is, if their heart is being violated, if the strain and the stress of the situation is causing that hopelessness and that depression. It always manifests what's in your heart. Jesus himself said it. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. Listen, you're going to have to be careful what you say. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this to anybody that really makes any difference whatsoever. It's really what you say to yourself. What you are speaking to yourself, saying to yourself. Many times it's just inward conversations that you have with yourself that you can violate your faith, violate what God's trying to do for you, and literally stifle His provision from coming into your life. Guard your words. Guard your thoughts. Uh, Proverbs 13, I like this. He who guards his mouth keeps his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. I find myself in conversations all the time with pastors, with, with people out on the street, people that I know in the hunting and fishing industry. We're just talking. Next thing you know, we're talking about this situation. Next thing you know, I notice that I've gone too far in this conversation. Many times people will lure you into conversations to try to figure out what exactly do you believe about it? What exactly do you think about it? Well, I thank God that people might value my opinion like that. But listen, I'm going to guard my mouth. I'm not going to talk this problem. I'm here talking the answer. I'm here giving you exactly what you need to help you get through this situation, but you're going to have to do it yourself by making application of it to your life. So be careful what you are saying. Proverbs 15.1 says, I've always liked Proverbs 15.1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stirreth up anger. Listen, if you talk, 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 you're going to find a lot of negative information involved in this. Listen, I don't know how truthful everybody is with what's going on. I know what I've experienced as, a, as an American uh, the last uh, 60 years of my life, 64 years of my life. Uh, I know uh, I don't trust newspapers. I don't trust the press. They have not proven themselves trustworthy. Uh, maybe, maybe back in the, in the late 50s into the early 60s and 70s. But listen, some of this stuff has just gotten so political, you wonder if you're actually hearing the truth on anything. Well, it really doesn't matter if you're feeding on that and embracing that. It is gonna, it's going to soil your heart and soil your spirit. Next thing you know, you're just going to be another talking head for their, for their agenda and for what they're wanting to do. I have a greater agenda for you right here. The agenda of life, the agenda of health, the agenda of joy, the agenda of peace, 
But you've got to make a decision to live in the communication of the kingdom. You know, the Bible says in Matthew, um, what is it, Matthew 6 there, 33, to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Listen, I know we all want more information. What about this? What about that? Are they going to, vaccines, this, all of the different things that are being thrown out there. You cannot let that steal your attention. You've got to continue to give your attention to the Word of God. As you do that, you will be able to guard your mouth and then when all everything else around you is just uh, emotion is feeding their words, desperation is feeding their words, hopelessness is feeding their words, depression is feeding their words, you will have that soft answer of wisdom that will turn that thing around and begin to minister. You're going to find out, many of you are going to find out, your greatest ministry is fixing to come online right now. And it's not some great pulpit ministry in which you go out and preach the gospel to masses of people. It's going to be your everyday conversation and lifestyle. In that by your conversation and lifestyle, you bring calm. You bring peace. You bring the gentleness and compassion of God. You dispel hopelessness. You dispel doubt. You speak faith. And you become the real answer to any of the problems that are coming upon the world at this time. So you've got to make a decision to walk in it. That's why you're called into the kingdom for such a time as this. Not just to be a witness and go around and say, well, you need to get saved, you know, turn or burn. No, that your entire conversation and lifestyle, every time you engage in conversation with somebody, that person walks away thinking, you know, I feel better talking to that person. Every time you engage with somebody who's hopeless, who's grieving because they've lost a job or lost some part of their freedom, you impart to them that peace of God as you speak words of kindness, words of healing, words of health. Listen, your, your own countenance, your smiles, the way you look at people, people, people can see panic. It's not hard to see, especially in this day and hour. I, I see a lot of people with masks on, but those masks don't cover your eyes. And the eyes are the window of the soul. And you can look into people's eyes and see that panic and see that hopelessness and see that lack of joy. You can see they're, they're contemplating a future and it's causing fear to come into their heart. You don't have to live like that. You don't have to be like that. You are a creature of God's own heavenly family. And God wants to use you mightily in this day and hour. God bless you. Don't forget to touch three. Send someone a text. Minister to somebody around you. And if God opens the door for a stranger, you bless them. Tell them Jesus loves them. And you transmit that peace into their life and you'll never be ashamed. In Jesus' name, God bless you and we'll see you soon. Oh